0: Welcome to the Litigation Finance Podcast. I'm your host, John Froing. This podcast is brought to you by the Litigation Finance Journal, the only dedicated news source to the litigation finance industry. Please visit www.litigationfinancejournal.com. Our guest today is Reed Sizing, founder and CEO of Atlanta-based GAIN. GAIN is the country's largest revenue cycle management company for complex claims, formerly known as GAIN Servicing and Cherokee Funding. Gain brings the industry's leading AI-enhanced LOP servicing platform together with professional managed services and financial solutions to serve healthcare providers, personal injury attorneys, and plaintiffs. Reed, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So it's great to have you. You were on a very early episode, and now you're back many years later. It's great to have you again. Um, I want to start with so. So Gain has developed. What we're going to be talking about today is Gain's developed this AI-powered platform that addresses the operational and communications challenges, uh, as well as the defense risks inherent in the consumer legal funding and medic- medical in spaces. But before we get to that, let's first explain what those challenges are. What are the problems and pain points that GAIN is addressing?
1: Well, thanks, John. And really big picture, this is about access to care, right? Letters of protection provide access to care for the 33 million uninsured Americans and 120 million underinsured Americans, right? With less than four weeks worth of savings in their bank accounts. So that if, for example, they're hurt through no fault of their own, they otherwise have almost no access to quality healthcare. And if you think about this in litigation, historically doctors who have serviced their own receivables have significantly lower collections and higher write-offs When attempting to self-service these complex claims. So the specific pain points at the attorney level and healthcare provider level include operational challenges, right? There is no EMR or RSAM platform out there that handle these complex claims. The communications challenges from a revenue cycle standpoint, like normally very simple, right? A patient payable, perhaps. Well, in this case, There's a paralegal, a case manager, an attorney, a patient or plaintiff, and most importantly, a third-party liability carrier that ultimately is going to be in charge of reimbursements and settlements. There are legislative challenges, state by state, and I know we'll talk about that a little later, but very difficult to navigate. You know, we are co-founders of Americans for Patient Access, as well as heavily involved in ARC which is the consumer legal funding lobbying efforts. There are judicial challenges. I mean, medical lien providers, we witnessed uh, in Georgia recently, a half a million dollars in bills were invalidated just simply by providers failing to meet state-specific requirements. There are, as you mentioned, insurance defense challenges, right? There is this awful pain point where insurance defense is constantly trying to uh, show attorneys and doctors somehow in cahoots, right? Somehow trying to take advantage of these poor uh, third-party liability carriers, where nothing could be more from the truth, and GAIN answers that by providing the independence of a revenue cycle management company, in essence, separating church and state. There are two other pain points For healthcare providers who look to raise money or um, work with private equity to expand their practices, there's oftentimes a quality of earnings question around seeing personal injury patients. And the GAIN platform uh, provides great clarity and business intelligence. And lastly, there's really a tax advantage treatment for some healthcare providers, depending on the services that they utilize. But in essence, Gain creates value for legal teams by streamlining the process and mitigating risk. And while the brand itself, as Gain, is new, the promise has been the same, and that is to healthcare providers and attorneys to empower their ability to provide best-in-class care to patients and plaintiffs, and optimize practice potential.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know these AI platforms now is a very new thing, so. Uh, there must be concerns that users have when they first consider GAINS AI platform. What are some of those concerns and how do you address those concerns?
1: So that's a great question. And it really starts with all AI conversations, right? You can podcasts, Lex Friedman and a variety of just brilliant thinkers from MIT, et cetera, talking about the implications of AI right? And is AI going to replace the individual in the world? And what does uh, duplicative intelligence look like? And what happens when it knows more than we do, right? The big concerns are really, really very uh, similar. But specifically, Games AI is developed to juxtapose Colossus. And for those who don't know, Colossus is the evil claims denial software that is utilized and utilizes AI by third-party liability carriers to deny access to care, to deny claims, to calculate the reason I say evil is because Colossus for third-party liability carriers truly takes advantage of those less advantaged. In other words, a plaintiff or patient with less than four weeks of savings in their bank account Colossus knows that. They know exactly when to lowball settlement offer. They know exactly how much might get them through the next couple months of bills payable. And out of desperation, hope that that plaintiff or patient accepts that. They, in essence, are utilizing plaintiff and patient information against them in the settlement process. And GAINS AI should be thought of as the most user-friendly. Right? Knowing that with case characteristics, jurisdiction, and third-party liability carrier information, that we can help see them maximize reimbursements and maximize some So our AI technology equips attorneys and healthcare providers with the predictive analytics capabilities and valuable intelligence uh, information. These enhanced reports shed light on referral sources, case characteristics, jurisdiction, third party liability carrier, etc. And all of that produce better financial in- outcomes and vital decision making factors. So, the technology developed by GAIN provides a balanced system, right, for both consumer legal funding and legal financing. And our goal is to promote the fairness and equality in this landscape and to be there to juxtapose the insurance liability system utilizing Colossus.
0: That's really interesting. I hadn't heard of Colossus before um, and uh, not knowing you know, the, the insurance space so well. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I can see how there would need to be a, a counterpart AI that, that you know, users, plaintiffs, law firms need in order to combat that. Yeah. Um, Also glad you mentioned Lex Friedman. I love the Lex Friedman podcast. So so glad to hear. uh, There you go. Uh, A lot of AI talk on there as well. But anyway, sticking with AI here. um, So what results have you seen since introducing this AI platform? Can you point to any hard numbers for us? Anything that illustrates the value add? Absolutely.
1: I mean, the, the hard numbers are impossible to ignore. So fact, on average, healthcare providers collect 900 basis points more as a percent of invoice compared to them self servicing or managing letters of protection in house. And so that attorneys understand that is not from demanding more of settlement dollars that are not available, right? This is the direct, there is a large percentage of turnover in representation, there is a large percentage of plaintiffs that will from time to time attempt to go direct to third-party liability carriers and collect while not paying bills that either representation uh, by attorneys and or medical liens that were provided for. It's the elimination of write-offs and the ability to get liens when necessary, to third-party liability carriers that significantly reduces those write-offs and increases collection. And and keep in mind, these averages are averages produced at scale, right? We have financed over $250 million in medical care, and we currently service over a billion dollars in medical liens, right? Our partner network has over 15,000 law firms and over 3,500 healthcare providers. And some hard numbers, like, I'm a little reluctant to, but, like, I kind of humbly share, if you will, some of the recognition uh, that we've received recently. And the, the reason I say that is there's real rigidity and due diligence that's done by each of these, you know, organizations. And we've annually been at Inc. 5000 designation. We're top 100 fastest growing company in the south we're the fastest growing healthcare technology company in the state of Georgia you know we're a finalist for the Cody award i mean really the technology association of uh, Georgia for example just you know named us one of the 40 most innovative companies in the state and i i say that only because you know it's an issue worth solving for And in 100% of cases, healthcare providers are doing better than they were servicing these themselves. And also the incredible efficiencies, there, there is so much more time saved by case managers, paralegals, and attorneys utilizing the system because there's a consolidation of these liens. So it's settlement, resolution, and reimbursement, instead of reaching out to a bunch of different lien holders to resolve these individual claims. All of them can be done literally with one or two clicks throughout the GAIN portal.
0: I want to ask about the res- well, uh, maybe recession. Uh, there's a recession looming. There has been one for a while. Um, we may or may not be in one. There's there recessionary pressure, let's say. Um, is this impacting the adoption of, of managed service providers like GAIN? If so, how?
1: And how are you navigating that? Sure. Um, I don't you feel a little uh reluctant having positive things happen in a recessionary environment, right? So I, I kind of say that up front, but the recessionary environment uh applies to us in a multitude of ways, right? It is significant, we have seen it in the last couple of years, we saw it during the shutdown, um, where companies are looking to increase efficiency. Right. Companies are looking at cost savings and companies are looking at outsourcing. So we already have the wind at our back. And recessionary times and or pressures simply enhance that. It simply fuels the adoption and interest of outsourcing services. Right. And that includes the managed services that Gain provides. And that's organizations, you know, they have been and they will continue to be even more so. Look to cut costs and maximize profits given any economic uncertainty. Right. So Managed services is a solution that really does both. I mean, Think about AR departments at medical centers, uh, if intellectual capital is lost, if you know, wage inflation is a factor, um, I mean, the cost of office space, the list goes on and on. And with the success of in-house um, collections teams and revenue cycle teams being low, I mentioned previously hard numbers, we collect more than 900 basis points. As a percent of invoice and providers do self servicing, it becomes self evident. The other thing is, there is actually also a counter cyclical nature to our business, right? And if you think about this, it's logical. Recessionary times hit, the 33 million uninsured Americans rise, the 120 million Americans currently with less than four weeks of savings in their bank account rise. And so there are more citizens in need of our services, right? So litigation demand for services in the personal injury space is countercyclical, and when times are hard, demand increases slightly. So that combined with the managed service providers and organizations looking to outsource and optimize operations and reduce costs, we really benefit from both trends.
0: My final question I want to you just shift a little bit here, and uh, I want to touch on the regulatory framework, the uh, regulatory issues. You know, these are popping up seemingly every every week, every day. Some, sometimes um, we're seeing just a strong push at the state level now. You have states like West Virginia having effectively banned consumer legal funding from operation. You have some other states that are uh, tinkering with uh, s- some similar regulation what can you tell us about the future of this industry from a regulatory perspective how concerned are industry players right now uh what should the industry be doing to push back against these regulatory efforts
1: look that's a great question and it's on the at the forefront of many of our initiatives and concerns but i also want to say you know right up front i don't want to guise all regulation as negative Right, there is a need in multitude of industries to keep bad players out. I believe that self-regulation and self-policing and self-reporting is oftentimes the best um, means to do that. But I am not against, you know, all regulation. It's overdue in some areas. And at the same time, the pendulum has swung too far in certain states. So you need to really balance for governance to limit bad actors, and with the incredible service that's provided to individuals going up against big insurance companies. I mean, let's not lose sight. Who is on the opposite side? It's third-party liability carriers, correct? What did they make last year? Collectively, over $100 billion in net profit. Same thing the year before, right? So you're talking about regulating care out for 33 million uninsured Americans and 120 million who have less than four weeks in their uh, bank account, right? There is no chance that we should regulate 150 million Americans to be taken advantage of by an industry that exists solely for profit right? So think about this. The state of Florida, right, recently passed some medical funding limits on reimbursements. It swung too far, right? That is, and Governor DeSantis uh, handled the state of Florida well during the pandemic, right? Had the economy open and thriving, had rise in population growth and real estate prices, and economic activity. But this recent legislation simply swung too far to limit Medicaid reimbursement multiples for litigation-tied procedures to numbers that, if those were repaid within 30 days on every claim, could be doable. But have to wait to the resolution of litigation and don't include write-offs and losses, now all of a sudden you have a bill that in essence is denying care to millions of Americans who are in need of treatment, right? And that's just simply gone too far. So we're seeing the future of the industry is, is likely to be shaped Um, by how these regulatory challenges are navigated, right? It's crucial for industry players to actively advocate for fair regulation and to protect these individual rights, right? To ensure equitable access to healthcare, to financial aid, and to legal representation, right? The collective efforts Collectively, we have to focus on challenging unfavorable legislation, engaging in lobbying efforts, educating lawmakers about the adverse impacts of these laws on consumers. Right? And every one of these representatives, they're getting checks written to them by the, third, by the insurance industry, right, to lobby on their behalf. And yet it's their constituents, right? Those less advantaged, who are represented by almost every one of these people in state legislatures right those are the people that they have to take into consideration right transparency collaboration are really going to be the key in asserting the industry's position and shaping favorable regulatory environment again not saying no to any regulation but don't let the pendulum swing so far so at gain we prioritize nationwide lobbying efforts as i mentioned we're founding members of americans for patient access we're proud members of Alliance for Responsible Consumer Legal Funding, which is ARC. we support their mission to uphold consumer legal funding, to advocate for informed choices, to promote regulations and preserve consumer options, right? We need to aid families in navigating the financial hardships. Keep in mind, these are people who have been injured through no fault of their own. Why in the world would we regulate further disadvantaging
0: those already least advantaged so we've heard this uh, many times and and uh, but unfortunately the regulatory push just just keeps moving forward i i think uh, i agree with you there needs to be some thoughtful regulation but um there definitely needs to be a pushback from the industry and glad to see you're working with the advocacy groups we're big fans of arc as well um we, we're going to keep reporting on this going forward because that's what the industry needs so um Reed, this was really terrific. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and explaining uh, your AI service platform, the benefits. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your thoughts with us. Well, thank you. And
1: if I could ask, you know, one thing, attorneys, take a look at GAIN for attorneys, healthcare providers and attorneys, take a look at gainservicing.com. If there is anything that we can do to help, whether that is in... Advocacy, whether that is in patient help, whether that is in revenue cycle services, whether that is in efficiencies, whether that is in lobbying efforts. Like our goal is to protect your businesses, and our goal is to make access to care and fair representation available to all. So we greatly appreciate you.
0: And once again, that's gainservicing.com. That's G A I N, servicing.com if you're an attorney and you're interested in learning more, you can visit gameforattorneys.com. All right. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you on the next episode of the Litigation Finance Podcast.